Hello and welcome to the message number 28. This is a lively and empowering one and it is entitled Expectancy, our 10th in our value series here at Holy Cross. I hope this gives you strength and encouragement for your journey ahead. The Bible reading for the talk comes from John chapter 20, verses 1 to 18. Now on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb early while it was still dark and saw that the stone had been taken away from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon, Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb. We do not know where they have laid him. So Peter went out with the other disciple and they were going towards the tomb. Both of them were running together, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. Stooping to look in, he saw the linen cloths lying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came following him and went into the tomb. He saw the linen cloths lying there and the face cloth which had been on Jesus' head, not lying with the linen cloths, but folded up in a place by itself. Then the other disciple who had reached the tomb first also went in and he saw and believed For as yet they did not understand the scripture, that he must rise from the dead. Then the disciples went back to their homes. But Mary stood weeping outside the tomb. And as she wept, she stooped to look into the tomb. And she saw two angels in white sitting where the body of Jesus had lain, one at the head, one at the feet. They said to her, woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, they have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. Having said this, she turned round and saw Jesus standing, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you've laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She returned, she turned and said to him in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, do not cling to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brothers and say to them, I'm ascending to my Father and to your Father, to my God and to your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord, and that he had said these things to her. This is the Gospel of the Lord. It's so good to be in God's house today. I love coming to church, especially on Easter Sunday. And today I want to share a positive message about expectancy. Expectancy. We've been going through quite a few values here in church. And this is the last of 10 that we're going to be looking at. And this one to me is a powerful one, a positive one for those who are getting baptised and for us all here. The story of Easter we heard, did we not? Of Jesus being buried in the tomb and the disciples running to see the empty tomb. And there Mary, Mary our wonderful, faithful inspiration, looked into, saw the angels, saw someone who looked like the gardener, but was Jesus. And that wonderful word at the end, I have seen the Lord. 
What has this got to do with us here at Holy Cross? With these amazing christenings, baptisms are going to happen. Well, I want to tell you, first of all, that expectancy is such an important part of our Christian faith. You see, your faith is built on the rock. Your faith is built on the rock. It's not built on fluffy ideas or or just a little bit of guesswork. It's built on the rock. You see, throughout the whole of that scripture, we heard of testimonies, witnesses, reasonable accounts that Jesus is alive. Your faith that you're going to be baptised into, Hope, Priya, you see, that you've been baptised into is one that is built on many people, not just them, but for centuries and centuries of people experiencing. I have seen the Lord. He is alive. From my own personal experience, I know that Jesus is alive. So may today be a day of renewal of your own walk with Jesus. Bishop Helen Ann shared a story of her time on Holy Island. And she reminded uh, us of these little beads that you can collect. And I uh, say to, especially to, to Hope uh, and Priya, that you may go up to Holy Island and look for these beads. They're called Cuthbert's beads or Cuddy beads. And she was talking about how these 360 million year old um, fossils have made an imprint. She's reminding us today too that Jesus has made an imprint on our lives. So be expectant for peace to come your way. Be expectant for solace, for strength and for guidance. Why? Because your faith is built on the rock. John and Peter walking in, seeing the tomb empty is a clear testimony that this is true. The second reason why today hope you see and prayer should be uh, expectant along with all of us is that our faith is personal. Yes, we gather together. We gather together so that we are our community, we unite. We all have different views and opinions and sometimes church is a place to, uh, to sanctify us and to, to help us. But your faith is personal. Prayer, you see, and hope. Your faith is personal. It's not your parents' faith. It's not my faith. It's your faith. We saw Mary, did we not, weeping at the tomb. Weeping and crying. I wonder whether you've ever experienced a sense of brokenness and humility. A sense of where is God in the midst of your concerns? I have. I know many people here have too. But know this, friends. Know this hope, prayer, and you see. That when we weep, we weep in front of an empty tomb. Not a tomb filled with a dead person, but a tomb that is filled with hope of the resurrection. Mary wept. But did you notice, after the conversation, after Jesus calming her nerves, 
He says, he says, Mary, your faith is personal. And so be expectant for God to speak to you personally. Mary, Daniel, Yussi, Priya, Hope, David. He knows all our names. I find God in all places. I was, I am, I'm expectant for God to speak to me anywhere and everywhere. I was, the other day, I was down um, by Cowgate. I don't know if anyone lives in Cowgate. But I was there saying, God, I just want you to speak to me. I was walking through Cowgate Underpass. I wouldn't recommend it, by the way. It's quite a, a tough place. In fact, the other day, I was walking past and there was five big lads going past. And I was walking. I thought, Lord, if this is my time, let it be now. But even in that, I don't know if you walk past it. I said, God, give me a sign. Give me a word. And someone has graffitied on the Calgate underpass amongst all the other profanities and other things. Three words. Stop. Look. Listen. I was thinking, why would they write that? I still don't know. But to me, it was God speaking to me. Daniel, Holy Cross, stop, look, listen. So on this Holy Easter day, be expecting, yes, for peace and strength and guidance, but also be expecting for God to speak to you at school, at work, at home. God loves to use your name. And he speaks probably the most when we are humble or when we are broken. Finally, the last way which I believe God would love you to be expectant today on Easter Sunday, on a day where we have three sisters being baptised, it is your faith is a faith of an adventure. Be expectant that God is going to use you in an adventure. We saw Mary, Mary broken, Mary trembling, and was told by Jesus, go, go and tell, go and share. She didn't have a theological course. She didn't find these lovely robes which Craig has kindly ironed for me. <laughs> she just went. She just went and shared that wonderful personal story. That wonderful story built on a rock. There was a man once, you could see him, um, he's called Rick Warren. Rick Warren has written a book called The Purpose Driven Life. He's also written a book called The Purpose Driven Church. Fantastic books. And he says, people say, why did God, why is God using you so much? And he says simply this, he's humble, he's a retired man now, humble man, he says, the reason why God uses me so much is because I expect him to use me. I expect him. May you today, when you get baptised, expect God to put you on an adventure. May God today remind you, whether it is like I was over Druridge Bay the other day, seeing the vastness of God while other people were skimming stones. Be expectant in prayer, in worship, that God would speak to someone like you or me. 
Throughout the whole of this Bible here, I hold before you, which we give into you see and prayer and hope. Every person there was just like you, lived a normal life like you, but they had the guts and the determination to say, God, even though I'm weak, you are strong. Even though I'm broken, you can still use someone like me. Why? Because your faith is built on a rock. Jesus died and rose again. It's personal and he won't leave you until your final day where in heaven you will see him face to face where all your tears will end. All the pain will evaporate from your body. You'll be able to walk again like a 20 year old and sing and dance like in your dreams because Jesus died and rose again. So be encouraged today and stay expectant. Amen. I'm going to invite the baptism families to come and uh, we get baptized. Come and stand on the step up here, along with the godparents as well. Okay, so come on up. The price is right.
In baptism, God calls us out of darkness into his marvellous light. To follow Christ means dying to sin and rising to new life with him. Therefore I ask, do you turn to Christ? Do you repent of your sins? Do you renounce evil? Hey, that was really encouraging. I hope that talk on expectancy will give you soup for your soul and strength for your walk ahead. Let's end with the grace. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all and all God's people said, Amen.